Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Mind Body Mastery Podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Michaels, and this is episode number 54. And I just want to say thank you for um, for being understanding about my week off last week. It was just uh, one of those weeks where I, like my body and mind were screaming for a break. And so I reveled in it and I soaked it up and I loved every minute of it. And I thank you for your patience. And now I'm back and I'm going to talk about something that I have been stewing about for the last two weeks. I almost began uh, a, a podcast about it last week, but I decided I wanted more time to to really sit with this because it's something that isn't transformed overnight and it's something that I will likely be working on on and off throughout the rest of my days here on planet Earth. And that is the theme of victim consciousness. But before we get into that today, I just want to send a few reminders to rate and review on iTunes if you have an iDevice of any sort. If you go to the app and you hit a star rating and then you can click on the write a review, that's how you do it. And um, I just so love all of your feedback, and I so appreciate everyone who has taken the time to write me um, some love there, because it's really just all love, and I can't thank you enough for sending it my way. To everyone who's in my Facebook group, thank you for joining. We're almost to 500 members, which is just astounding for me. It was a year ago today that I had a podcast where I'm like, if you're in my group, that's amazing. How would you find me? <laughs> and um, because I hadn't promoted it yet, I hadn't published anything on social media yet. And so it was it was like almost like you were only possibly there by chance. Um, and so uh, so thanks to everyone who's in there. It's blossoming into this beautiful community where everybody's chiming in. There are, you know, so many elder elders in the group, some wise, um, healed folks that um, will chime in and answer questions when I'm unable to. So thank you to everyone there. Thank you to everyone who's a top contributor there. You know who you are. I think about you guys all the time. Um, You're very top of mind for me, and I appreciate your love and support always. And so then I wanted to take a few moments today to talk about one of my biggest shadows in my life. This is one of my dark, sneaky little friends that peeks its head up from my emotional basement every now and again. And I've really had to work consciously at transforming this over the years. And I'm sharing this with you today because I feel like when we bring these things into the light, we transform them. And so in order to kind of help myself transform this aspect of myself, I wanted to share it with you all today. And I think it might resonate with most of you because I think this is a pretty universal shadow to have. And that is the shadow of victim consciousness or victimization. So when I feel victimized, when we feel victimized, it means that we are in this particular state of being where the world where our circumstances or our relationships seem to be all banning together in an invisible army that has its weapons drawn and pointed in our general direction. 
was first introduced to this concept, I think it was like 10 year, 15 years ago, probably by now, by um, Joe Vitale, of all people. He was one of my early, early mentors back in my spiritual searching. Um, and like when he started talking about it, I resonated with it. But on a conscious level, I was like, oh, that's not me. I'm not... I don't identify with victim consciousness. And I kind of told myself that that particular way of being in the world just didn't apply and that I'm someone who takes full responsibility of my lot in life. And, um, and then life happens, you know, it's like life happened some more is what happened. And I found myself in a situation where, um, I felt like, okay, this is one of those situations where of course I'm the victim. Of course I'm the victim. And so I got into this, this year long kind of process with victimhood. And I was in a poor me mindset. At the same time, I was also pointing a finger outside of me. I was blame throwing and I was so obviously stuck in unconscious victimhood and I spent the better part of a year in that state. And that happened to be the year that my body seemed to victimize me as well. And this is interesting because when you're in victim consciousness, it's really hard to see that it's even happening because it is in the unconscious most of the time. We unconsciously feel at the mercy of life. We unconsciously feel like our bodies are against us. But luckily, there is a way to be with this state of mind that transmutes it into light. So first, in order to kind of figure out if you're someone who is perhaps sitting inside of a mindset of victimization, here are a few questions to help you kind of do some inner exploration. So first, do you feel like your thoughts are largely negative? Or do you have a really hard time steering your attitude towards a attitude that's more hopeful or positive? Do you worry about your life to the point that you feel hopeless, depressed, or resentful? Are you feeling stuck in either regret or in blame? Do you feel like you're unable to move on from a painful or challenging past? Do you feel responsible for the struggle and suffering of people around you? Do you feel damaged and like your life experiences are going to hold you back because they have been so challenging. And if you said yes to even one of these, even part of one of these, then it's likely that you are also unconsciously swirling in a victim state of consciousness at least some of the time. And just know that this is so common and so normal and nothing at all to be ashamed of. And we'll talk about how to transmute this in a minute. But sometimes what I think I see in the TMS community, in the mind-body community, is that sometimes even acquiring the knowledge um, 
of TMS, the knowledge can unknowingly, unwittingly trigger this victim state of consciousness. Because when we finally open our eyes to the research that either having a neglectful childhood or a traumatic past or another really tough life situation where we were actually victimized when we were little, when we realize that these events probably played a part in our pain developing and persisting, then it can sometimes be really easy to feel victimized by our past all over again. And I feel like there might even be some of you listening today that might feel that your particular past was so hard that it might even be the case that TMS healing is not available to you because of it. And first, I want to say that whatever you've been through, I am so sorry, and I see you, and I feel you, and I'm in no way trying to minimize what you've been through. But I also want to say that no matter what you endured, no matter how you've been brutalized or victimized or abandoned, I want you to know that you are worthy of living in a body that no longer seems to hurt you the way that you've been hurt in the past. I want to say that your ACE score does not determine the level of difficulty of you feeling good again. And I'm here to tell you that I've had patients with eight or nine ACE scores, this is out of 10, mind you, who were able to transcend their pain in a relatively short amount of time. And the potential difference between the person with a nine ACE score and the person with, you know, maybe an eight ACE score that is struggling for a long time might be hidden in the shadow of victimization. Specifically with victim, the feeling victimized by the symptoms themselves. Victim consciousness is one of my main struggles, and it's something that I really called upon often when I was little so that I could receive attention. When I was little, I found comfort in victimhood, and I carried that pattern with me into adulthood. When I was little, I would actually fake injuries so that I could appear to be the victim of something. I would ride my bike to the drugstore right down the street and I would buy some Skittles or some Little Debbies and I would buy a finger splint and I would wear it to school in hopes of garnering sympathy. That's how deep my victim pattern goes. And I think it might be pretty safe to say that victim mindset plays some role in your life today. And I say that with nothing but love because we are all so normal to do this. It's part of our collective consciousness. So it's not your fault. You're not the victim of your victim consciousness. But I'm also here to tell you that it's addictive. And it's a state of mind that is so unhelpful along our healing journeys. And I'll tell you, Nothing makes us feel more victimized than living within a body that is holding on to some sort of chronic symptom. We feel totally victimized by our bodies, by our pain and suffering, not realizing that we have a choice to transmute our relationship to it if we can decide to do so. 
We can be victims of literally anything. And to give you some idea, I'm just going to run off a list of common victim states of being so you can just see how sneaky it is. We can be the victim of poverty consciousness. We can be the victim of our external circumstances. We can be victims of our addictive tendencies. We can be the victims of a chaotic mind. We can be victims of our need for answers. We can be the victim of our own feelings of inadequacy. We can be the victims of impatience, of self-sacrifice. We can be the victims of our own emotional reactivity or just victims of our own emotions. We can be the victim of our fear. We can be the victim of environment, like the, the world around us. We can be the victims of our commitments. We can be the victims of our anxiety, of stress. We can be the victim of our need to be heard. We can be the victim of our beliefs. We can be the victim of our memories. We can be the victim of a lack of drive. We can be the victim of perfectionism. We can be the victim of our bodies. We can be the victim of our pessimistic mindsets, of our narrow-mindedness. We can be the victims of our relationships. We can be, be the victims of our opinions, of our moods. We can be victims of fatigue, of our doubts, of our insecurities. We can be the victims of our own expectations. We can be the victims of confusion. We can be the victims of our need to be in control, our need to be right. We can be the victims of others' ungracious behavior. And we can be the victim of loneliness or isolation. And those are just a few of the ways that we can victimize ourselves with our, with our own attitudes towards life. And being in this victimhood state only assures us that we sort of turn into our own worst enemy. And as humans, we have a perpetual choice we can see life as if we are a victim of circumstance or we can take full ownership, full responsibility for our situation. And I know that sounds simple, but there are a few layers to that. When something good happens, we often see our resulting happiness as the result of the outer circumstances. And so we're so good at attributing how we feel to a reason. You know, we feel, I feel pretty good today because I got a raise, or I feel pretty good today because my kids were well behaved, or I feel pretty good today because my pain levels were pretty low. We are wired to attach a cause or a reason to our emotional state. We feel like joy is this effect rather than a cause. And this keeps most of us spending our lives chasing the things that we think will cause the effect of joy. Whether it's relationships or money or fame or recognition, we seek out that which we think will fill the void within us. 
And then when things aren't going well, we turn to blame. We blame the way we slept for our pain in the morning. We blame our doctor. We blame the food we eat. We blame the president for our crappy mood. And this tendency to point outwards at outer reasons for the way we feel is perhaps our greatest addiction. And this addiction is rooted in the core belief that we are victims of our physical reality. And this loop is so easily reinforced every single day in most of our lives. And it can keep us stuck in this like web of victimhood, this web of our own creation. When we feel bad, we, we long to feel good. And when we do feel good, we try to tenaciously hold on to that good feeling, letting ourselves think that maybe, just maybe, we can finally hold on to it tight enough that we can be immune to the seasons of life. For example, have you ever had this experience where you have this long-term goal, like graduating a master's program or a doctoral program or getting your black belt or whatever the huge long-term goal might be. And then when you finally achieve it, you suddenly feel empty inside. And that's because it's this addiction to the hope of fulfillment rather than the achievement itself. And that's what we're addicted to. We're addicted to the hope of getting something rather than the actual receiving of it. And when we repress our victim consciousness, what happens is we tend to complain a lot. We complain outwardly or inwardly. And what we're doing when we complain is we are disempowering ourselves and affirming our victim status. The other side of complaining is blaming. We blame our external circumstances. We blame something or someone else for where we are. And we fire this flaming arrow that essentially removes self-responsibility for our situation. And this again gives away our true power and presence. When we point outward and we offer blame, we might think that we're releasing anger, but pure anger release is just an energy within our bodies that does not need a target in order to be felt and seen and transmuted. And so when we do send blame externally, we are again the victim of our own drama. And we don't see that every single player in our story is just an actor in our life's play. And so I believe that true lasting freedom can appear when we can begin to notice these flaming arrows that we're throwing and we can just notice them and catch them midair before they reach our target. And so how can we do that? Well, I believe that our most powerful tool to awaken out of the shadow of victimization is simply awareness and understanding. Awareness that we've fallen into our own unconscious belief patterns again. Awareness that we are sitting in this prison of our own creation. And then sending love and understanding inward to the one within us who has unconsciously entered into that old familiar prison of victimhood.
And so step one as a sort of blueprint out of victim consciousness is simply noticing. So bringing consciousness to the victim state that we're swirling in. Do I feel like I'm a victim of my pain? Do I feel like I'm the victim of my past? And then saying to yourself, hey, I noticed that I've fallen into feeling victimized by my situation, by my beliefs, by my lack of something, by my fear, by my loneliness, by my anxiety, by my sadness. And so whatever you might be feeling powerless against, whatever you feel like might have some clear outside cause, or whatever you feel like you can attach some level of blame onto, just see that, just notice it, and then see that as an opportunity to accept that pattern, validate it, see it, feel into it, know that it's okay that you're here again. When you bring your consciousness to the noticing, when you bring your consciousness to these really deep unconscious patterns of victimhood, you're bringing your, your light to it. And so when you notice it, just say, oh, hello, hello, victim of pain. And just breathe it into your belly, breathe it into your chest. And as you exhale, release this sigh as an acknowledgement of your awareness of the victim within. Awareness is such a powerful gift. And so you can use this awareness to call out the victim pattern by name. Open your heart to it and allow that awareness of it into your heart, into your life. And then after spending just a short amount of time noticing, offer your innocence, offer your heart some compassion, some love and attention. Offer your compassion to the one within you who feels victimized. See her, notice her. How old is she? How old is he? And send yourself that love and understanding, that patience necessary to soften and let go of your clinging to stories surrounding why you feel victimized. And then it's helpful after this, this noticing and this awareness and this acceptance, it's helpful to then remember to call upon our true nature that infinite nature that I always talk about, that infinite conscious awareness inside of you that is made of nothing but light and energy and vibration. And as you peel off the layers of victimhood with your awareness, you can see more clearly that it's like there were just a bunch of victim rags covering your light body. And and you can see that the layers that you've placed upon yourself might have been necessary at one point in your life. But you can notice now that the layers are finite. And peeling them away has an end ache. And the light that rests underneath these layers are infinite. The light is infinite. And the layers are transmuted by the light of your compassionate awareness. We all have these layers and we all have the infinite light underneath. 
And we're all in this together. And as we strip away our own individual layers, we are actually stripping away layers for the collective as well. And that transformation comes into our life through awareness, acceptance, and compassion, and a radical embracing of all of our shadows, all of our victim states, holding these states close to our heart, knowing that every time we feel victimized, that we are actually operating in the unconscious, forgetting our true divine nature. So I just want you to keep your heart open and reflect on this today. In what ways do you feel victimized right now? In what ways do you still feel victimized by your past? And can you just notice these aspects of yourself? No judgment. Just bring your compassionate awareness to it. And then insert some loving acceptance. And then open your heart to embrace the one who feels this way. On the other side of really exploring the depths of all of our victim states, we naturally, effortlessly transition into true emotional freedom. And that freedom doesn't come so easily. There is a price, and that price is transparency. We must really get down and dirty and own every single disempowered, negative, victim state that we still hold within our unconscious and then just take full responsibility for it. We have to be willing to let go of the drama of the subtle blame. And we would benefit from really finding all of the fear stories that we're still clinging to and just stare down the barrel of them with our compassion and awareness. And then once we decide to take responsibility, once we are transparent and truthful to ourselves first and foremost, and then with others, then we can begin to feel this true freedom blossom within us, this true freedom that sits in the light of our infinite nature that's only covered up by a few rags of victimization. So what are your little layers? What are your rags of victimization? And what, how are they serving you? And how can you bring your compassionate attention to them as a way to transmute them within your being? So that's my message for you today. I'm sending you all of my love, and I will see you guys next week.